Buenos días. That was terrible. Buenos días. There you go. I like that one much better. Good morning and a good morning in uh, the people online. Last time I forgot to see the cameras. So this day I will be looking also to the, to the cameras. Um, thank you so much for having me uh, again. I'm so happy to be with you and I'm ready to share the word of God. I was watching and uh, looking on the calendar, the Presbyterian calendar, and they have this passage of uh, King, First King 3. And I thought it was the most appropriate passage for this time. And uh, let's pray and let's uh, hear the voice of God. Dear God, we thank you for your grace and your love. Thank you for allowing us to be gathered here in this holy place. We ask you to touch our minds and hearts, to receive from you the wisdom that flows through your Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, touch my mind and my heart and direct my voice according to your will. In your name we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit has given the to understand that this passage from 1 King is essential to reflect and meditate on, mainly because of the, how complicated is our current uh, reality. This time of COVID-19, this time of craziness, Delta variants, so many things. We know the story of Solomon. We know the story of King Solomon, and he begins by his reign by eliminating opposition. It was a period of, of weakness in Egypt and Mesopotamia, in which Israel had the opportunity to excel. After consolidating his kingdom, King Solomon led his people to offer God a sacrifice, a big one, in gratitude. On that night, he requests for wisdom and he was gifted. He was granted with that gift. The narration says that the glory of God shined on him. And he heard a voice in his dream that said, ask for what you want and I will give it to you. It is not that God was in debt to Solomon because of the sacrifice, but instead God wanted to testify that he accept that offering. And he was happy with that offering and show him the great mercy that he had stored for him and for the people. Solomon asked God for wisdom. And he said in verse 9, Give, therefore, to your servant an understanding heart to judge, to rule, your people, and to discern between good and evil. A definition of wisdom, a definition of wisdom of God will be, is the ability that is developed with the application of knowledge, intelligence, and experience based on the love of God. Again, the wisdom of God is the ability that is developed 
with the application of knowledge, intelligence, and experience based on the love of God. And I like that definition because it says it would, it's a development, it's a process. Sometimes we think that when we ask God for wisdom, love, faith, we're expecting a immediately fade in our heart, like a Matrix movie. Remember that? They put the thing on his brain and he started getting all the information and then he become ready to fight or learning. He's ready to drive or to fly a helicopter. Unfortunately, that's not the way it works with God. When we ask for something like faith, love, wisdom, and we really mean it, the way we process that the way we're working on and develop that is by, it's just like a muscle. We have to be put on test day by day, practicing. Using oral intelligence in this case or knowledge, but the most important to be humble, to remember that we are part of the, the body of Christ. And obtaining conclusions that give us a great understanding, leading to reflection, and provide us with discernment of good and evil, true or falsehood. God's wisdom will always honor him. It involves his justice toward others. Wisdom leads you on the path of righteousness, protects you. And the spirit fruit that comes with it always gives you peace, love, blessing, and security. Now the question is, does the church of God today have access to that divine wisdom? And the answer is yes, it does. We have access to that wisdom. We have access to that divine wisdom through our Lord Jesus Christ. Proverbs 1.7 states that the, the principle of wisdom is the fear of God. Now, this word fear on the sentence refers to the stand that results from proper knowledge of God and the relationship with him. The person who respects and knows God receives his revelation. His wisdom. The fear of God is not a fear as terror or be afraid of him, but a way of life, a lifestyle that includes loving our neighbors. God gave humanity in the person of Jesus his revelation and his wisdom. Therefore, the fear of God is to recognize Jesus. The Apostle John, in uh, uh, John 1, 1 to 5, presents our Lord Jesus Christ as the divine, the divine expression, the logos of wisdom. The Apostle Paul identifies Christ as God's wisdom for the believers, 1 Corinthians 1.30. Wisdom, the respect of God, Humble us to recognize God's will 
love in any circumstance. On my time of seminary, one of the ways I, I can you know, pay my seminary was by driving Uber. I was an Uber driver. Sometimes to get a passage or have clientele in the airport, San Francisco, we had to park in special location for the Uber drivers and we had to wait. After many, many months, I started just making friends with people around, you know, same Uber drivers waiting for passengers. So one day we were just talking and sharing our experience, our Uber experience. In that conversation, we start talking about red lights, especially because on Millbrae Avenue, there was a red light that always, they have a camera and they would take pictures of people. So we start discussing about that, talking about that red light. But then the conversation got a little deeper, at least for me, because they start discussing why we had to respect the red, the red light. What is the reason that people have to respect the red light? So one of the, uh, one of the guys shares say, well, we have to respect the red light because it's the law. Because there is a booklet that says that we have to respect it. And if we cross the, the red light, if we don't respect that red light, we can be stopped by the police and there will be a lot of money to pay. So that's why I respect the red light, because I don't want to pay that amount. Well, the other person said, yeah, that's true. But also in my experience, I have an accident because I, I ruined the red light. And I was hurt. I pay a lot of money. It was my fault. So that's why I respect the red light, because I don't want to have an accident. But then it was another person. In the, in the chat, we were four or five people. And this person said, yeah, that's true. You know, it's true that we can have accidents. It's true that it's, in the, it's the law. But the reason I respect the red light is because I love my passengers. I love my family. And it's the lovely thing to do is to respect because I love my neighbors. I respect the red light because I respect other people. Wow. What a powerful response. Because it was not about the intelligence of the law or the knowledge of the law. It was not because of your experience. It was part of that. But it's because the love to other people. I will respect the red light because I love you because I love my passenger, because he is important to me, because if I have a, something happen to me, I love my family, I, I don't want today to suffer. That's why I will respect. That's wisdom. That's making the right choice, not because of the, just intelligence or because your experience, it's because you are putting the love of God in the equation. Later, you know, after that, bright and deep response. I kind of talked to him, and he was Christian. <laughs> he, he, he showed that in that conversation. Wisdom. We can identify the spirit of truth or the spirit of error by recognizing 
that greater is he, Jesus, who is in us. What circumstances are you living? How are you managing your home, your work, your church, and your family? How are you reasoning the circumstances of that red light of this pandemic? When King Solomon asked for wisdom, this request came from a heart aligned with God's heart. It was a request from a pure heart filled with the grace of God. David, King David, have a terrible experience, long time. And I preached last two weeks ago about that. One day, King David forgot when he woke up in one morning to synchronize his heart with God. In that day, that moment, he became an unwise king. He sought to satisfy his own personal desires using his privilege as a king, as a commander of and chief. King David was very intelligent, but with no wisdom whatsoever. He formulated an evil plan to cover his sin and his adultery with Uriah's wife. Here we can see that one can be very intelligent, but that doesn't mean be wise. King David managed to deceive everyone, even Uriah himself, who died thinking that he was fighting for the cause of God and not because the king had ordered to kill him in battle. David forgot that God was watching him. That was the degree in which David forgot about God in his heart. He forgot about God's presence. According to First uh, Kings 3, King Solomon did not have that problem. On the contrary, his love for God the love for his people, for his country, motivate him to ask for wisdom, to rule with, the, with prudence and righteousness. And with that statement, we observe two things when he requests this gift. First, God spoke to Solomon in his dream. Verse 5. He requests came from his soul, heart, slash, spirit, rather than from his soul, mind, reasoning. The fact that Solomon made such an intelligent choice as this when he sleep, and the faculties of reasoning were less active show that it came purely from the grace of God. Working at Stanford in, as, as a chaplain, especially when the pandemic started, 
I had one of the patients on my unit, I was working on cardi uh, cardiology. I had one of the patients with COVID-19. It was a Latinx, uh, uh, for the community of Latinx. Um, he was very sick. I couldn't get inside the room. So the only thing I could do is just bring a piece of paper and write in the back, I'm here, I'm praying for you in Spanish. And he would just see me and just say hello to me. I called the family just to say I was visiting his relative and providing spiritual care to the family. And they say, what happened to him is that he couldn't stay home. We have a big family, and he was the only with the, with, with the job. But he was an immigrant. He couldn't receive any benefit from the government. So the wise thing to do, according with other people, is stay home. Don't risk yourself. But he saw the need of his family. He didn't have the truth for other people had. So he made the wise choice to go to work because he has to pay rent, because he has to bring food at home. And he did. He went to work and he, get, uh, he got sick. Uh, he brought food, the family survived, he died. And it was a very touching and emotional situation, not just for the family, but also to me. Because he tried to be wise, he tried to provide to the family, he sacrificed himself. And for me, he made the right and wise choice. Even he died. Providing with love. He couldn't stay home. He thought maybe in one day, why well, I should go? I should stay home. And I don't want to get sick. I don't want to you know, have, uh, you know, pass any uh, virus to my family. But the need and the love for this father to the family said, I need to work. The family now is, uh, is fine. The last time I talked to them before I finished my, my residency at Stanford. They were relocated to other place and now are much better. But that's the kind of sacrifice that comes from the heart, a wise, uh, a wise decision. And that's the point, my brothers and sisters. Sometimes wisdom is not the, it's not the same. It's not just one wisdom. It's the pain of your situation. What is happening to you? What is happening in your local social situation? The wisdom of the church is different from the wisdom we can have as an individual on our personal things happening in our lives. But what is the constant here is looking for God. The constant here is open your heart on the needs of other people, your family, your church, your friends, and making the, the right choice. The king asks, that his heart, not his mind, 
have understanding. An understanding heart is a gift from God. It's the presence of Jesus in our life. King Solomon asked for understanding, not to please his own curiosity or device or defraud his neighbors, but to rule justly and to guide his people. The wisdom of God will be helpful to use to fulfill our duties as sons and daughters of God. The knowledge is that enables to discern between the good or an evil, the right or wrong, the sin and integrity, the truth and falsehood. Family, this passage on First Kings shows that King Solomon wanted to be good rather than to be great and serve God's honor rather than to promote his own with this choice. Friends, let's watch our steps in these times of pandemic, political and social madness. Use your knowledge, experience, your intelligence, and humble yourself to God. Make the most of every opportunity you have to worship God and to serve your community around you. These are desperate times. Do not live carelessly without thinking. Make sure you understand what God wants. Do we need the wisdom of God to guide us? James chapter 1, verse 5 says, and with this I conclude my sermon. But if any of you is lacking in wisdom, let him or her ask God, who gives to all abundantly and without reproach, and wisdom will be 